Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Okay, so good morning. This is Robin uh, from Holstein House, from the Holstein House podcast. I'm glad to have you here with me this morning. Uh, This is an unscripted live on Friday the 13th, 2023. Uh, So I want to welcome everybody who happens to uh, just kind of come in and hop out, come in and hop out if they want to. I've been uh, chatting on Telegram with some folks in the um, Liberty Meat Chat, which is supposed to be about meat. And I'm finding some great information from the folks in there as they talk about their different recipes and the things that they're into um, and uh, where they live and the kind of uh, animals they handle and, you know, the ones that butcher their own and the ones that, uh, that, um, that uh, don't some of them just raise animals so we got to talking about chili the, the question came up from um renegade butcher that you know what are you going to do this weekend are you cooking anything special and i said i'm cooking chili i think i'll fix the pot of chili and some cornbread well that threw into the mix this insane conversation about chili with beans or without beans. Now, I've heard that conversation before, and it never ends well. And we had um, someone say that, well, I've opened a can of worms. And I said, I I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, it was Renegade Butcher said, no, I opened, have I opened a can of worms? And I said, no, there's no worms in chili. And then there was some conversation about, well, are there beans in chili? And well, worms are technically a meat source. <laughs> it just really got insane over there. I mean, it was fun, uh, but I, I didn't want to hijack his thread. I'm, I'm bad about that in, in some situations. Um, years ago, when um, I was substituting on as a co-host with Jerry Waters on the Jerry Waters program, they had a, ch- a chat room. Uh, he had his own website and he had built the, the chat room up and um, uh, it was awful. I would get in and, and, and unintentionally, but I, I always say something that causes either an argument or a debate or a discussion, something that ends up hijacking the threads. So if somebody said they were down at planting roses and I said, I have a beautiful red rose, it's my favorite. And then it devolved into a discussion about color of roses or something that's just an example it's not it didn't really happen that way but in this case we got to talking about beans with or chili with beans and chili without beans authentic chili versus non-authentic chili and i'm just of the opinion if you want beans in your chili put beans in your chili it doesn't matter but um It was, it was a fun, it was a fun, <laughs> Letty Lou. Hey, Letty Lou. Uh, good to have you here. Chili 
with beans. I'm chili with beans too. What kind of, do you, do you only use kidney beans? And if you only use kidney beans, do you only use light kidney beans? Because I've used light kidney beans. I've used dark kidney beans and I've used pintos. I really like pintos in my chili. And because I will have pintos and it, you know, like one of the guys said, it was um, it's a cheap filler, but still it's good. And I like it. I like it very much. So, um, when, when I, I used to work at Wendy's, uh, you know, a, a hundred years ago, uh, kidney beans, black beans, pintos, depends on what I've got. Exactly. Exactly. I've put black beans into. Do you use, have you ever made chili with, um, turkey or chicken? I've made what they called a, a white chili before. It was a Weight Watchers recipe. It was okay for what it was supposed to be, but I, I, it wasn't a favorite. Uh, but I've used really any any meats that I, I haven't used pork in chili. I don't know if you would put pork in chili. Some people put sausage in in um, meatloaf. So I guess you could put it in chili, but I don't think I would like that. Um. I forgot what I was going to say. Isn't that awful? It's Friday the 13th. Welcome aboard. Venison chili. Oh, I yes, I've used venison. I've used venison. It's been a long time. Yeah. I I will do the entire, just the reg, my regular chili recipe, whether it's kidney beans or pintos or, um, I don't use black beans by themselves. If I'm making a mixed bean chili, I will use them, but I won't use them by themselves. Um, but if I'm, I sometimes will put, will grind turkey, ground and put in there. And sometimes we'll put chicken if I've got it and I need to use it. But this weekend it'll be, it'll be ground beef, ground beef, you know, tomato sauce, chili spice. I like a um, mild salsa, like, you know, your regular, just a regular jar of salsa and to put in i think it th there's a there's a a kick it gives and i really enjoy that uh and along with the um along with the um regular chili spices and such things but i enjoy i i didn't i didn't ask the question in um in the in the telegram group because it's more along the lines of a, a meat group but i used well i like cornbread and i'll make cornbread with my uh, to go with the chili but i put sugar a little sweetener in my cornbread and my husband he he likes it um <clears throat> but he calls it corn cake he calls it corn cake because there's sugar and eggs in it and i said no 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 that's not right but I do enjoy that. This time of year, it's really hard on my, well, I have sinus allergy issues anyway, but it's really tough on me. So I'm in the process of putting these can holders together, and I've got one backwards. Um, I've been ordering my wet can, my wet can food, my wet dog food and cat food from, from Chewy so that you know, I, 
I can buy it in bulk and it's on automatic delivery. But I'm stacking the, the, the boxes up. So I ordered these. I tried to find them around locally and I, and I just couldn't find them. So I went ahead and I ordered these. These are, these are like first in, first out can rollers. And so the idea is the can goes, you, you stack this up and the cans roll this way. And so you take the, take them out on this end. Well, you would think that this wouldn't be hard to put together, but twice now I have put, uh, not on this particular one because I got four all together, but twice now I have put one of these, uh, sections on the wrong way and this one's on the wrong way so i don't know if you can tell very well let's see get on the camera so right now the way it's together if i put a can in here and it rolls it's going to hit this little lip here and it's going to stop this little lip here needs to be up here so now i got to take this apart and uh it's it's not hard but it's aggravating because these tiny little screws and where did i just put that allen wrench oh, i'll put it back in this, this little jar this tiny little screws, you have to use this dumb little Allen wrench that they send with it, which I'm glad they send it. I probably have a million of them, but I'm glad they send it. And I have to take all of these out. I don't have anything on my um, screwdrivers that's this tiny and shaped like this anyway. So I'm going to take all those out and swap that around. But So that's what I was trying to do while I was involved with the telegram group sorry about this noise i'm gonna put my little screws they all come out i don't want them to fall on the floor i'll never find them lady lou what are you doing this weekend you have big plans we're not uh, we're not doing a whole lot the husband's been working today's his i think it's 13 day in a row he gets the weekend off but he's been working um 10 hour days and uh, so he'll be chilling I've been trying to keep things together here <laughs> I don't do that very well so, some things I don't do very well uh, those comments to some destinations to basement organization and big shopping Ooh, what are you shopping for groceries I have my um, pantry if you want to call it that downstairs it I, I can't really call it a pantry because a pantry is tends to be a little smaller and you're using it daily. And that's, I, I've got my, all of my canned goods and everything downstairs. I don't have room up here. The house square footage totally is awesome, but it's like on three levels, a full basement, first floor and second floor. So I don't really have room to keep much up here and I have to haul stuff up and down, but my, my canned goods and my, supplies are all down in the basement and they are out of sorts this is this is the time of year after the holidays that um january tends to be for me catch up as in catching up not catch up i think i've slammed that together but so from you know at thanksgiving you're a week or so before thanksgiving you're starting to gear up to feed all the people right so you're you you've got your house you know you've got your uh decorations whatever level you're going to do you got to put all that out then you've got your thanksgiving you roll right into christmas i put my tree and my decorations up usually usually the weekend after christmas you know the weekend after thanksgiving i've got christmas on the brain so 
you know, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. I try to recover a little bit on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I'm trying to put my decorations up. And then, you know, it's holiday, holiday, holiday until Epiphany. Well, I put my, I take my trees and my decorations down after Epiphany. But I have to haul them all out to the building, which is fine. But when the weather's bad, I don't want to do that. So, um, Letty Lou says, got to pick up another six dozen eggs, sandwich bread, and restock in the basement pantry. I, I don't have to pick up any eggs. My hens, we don't eat a lot at one time. Like maybe I'll make, you know, big casserole or something on the weekends. But through the week, he leaves so much early. I usually sell my eggs and the girls have been on strike um, up until recently. So I've only just got a couple dozen eggs myself. So we're good with that. I do have a couple dozen downstairs in lime water. And I had some success with that. I need to bring those up and use those and um, either get ready to do some more or decide not to. Have you, Letty, have you ever tried, have any of you guys ever tried to uh, lime water your eggs? Well, if you're having, if you're having to pick them up, then you probably don't have chickens. Liming the eggs, it, it did turn out, I've got a video, a YouTube on um, when I, I took some out and I scrambled them and I ate them and what they tasted like and everything. It was, um, it was, they were okay. They were very thin. So they weren't like a fresh egg, how the, you know, the albumin is really, really thick and the egg yolk stands up real tall. These, these showed, you could tell they were, had aged. Uh, the, the one on the very top, I didn't even try to use because it did have a scent. It wasn't like an odor, an overpowering odor, but it had a scent of uh, sulfur to it. So I thought, I'm not even going to fool with this. So I went to the next one down. And the next one down was fine. And I've used them since then, and they've been fine. I've cooked with them and everything, and they've been fine. But um, I have, I've got two half-gallon jars of eggs downstairs I need to bring up. Um, they're probably, like, worth... What are eggs going for at Walmart now? Six or seven bucks a dozen, if not more. So. Let's see. Let's see. I am going to go over here and look. For those of you guys on Facebook, I'm not sure if you are, if your comments are going to show up. If you would say hello, please, and then I will know, please. All right. Because I've I've had this before where I after the live stream and I look at the Facebook and it's there's comments there from people and I never did see them. They didn't roll through. Um so I'll try to keep looking. But I um I was talking about liming eggs. People call it glassing eggs. And I understand that glassing eggs is actually something totally different. But you have to do it with fresh eggs. Like within the first day or so that they've, they've been laid. They cannot be washed. When I sell eggs, I wash my eggs. I don't sell eggs that are unwashed. And then um, I do coat them with a food grade mineral oil. Like you use on um, bamboo board, uh, cutting boards. To help seal them back up a little bit to um, 
keep them a little more fresh than they go in the refrigerator. I was selling my duck eggs for a long time and then they decided they were going to be um, difficult and uh, and not lay every day and so I, it got to where I didn't have enough to sell all the time. I had I had really good luck. I am debating on whether to bring some more ducks on this year and um, I love them. I love duck eggs but my husband can't eat them. He gets a stomach ache every time and I even tried to like I made pancakes and put duck eggs in the pancakes and he was in the other room so he didn't see me making them and he complained of a stomach ache later and I thought you know he's not faking it but I, I enjoy a duck egg but uh, I was having good luck anybody who's thought about raising ducks to sell the eggs now they don't of course it's different breeds are it's like chickens different breeds are different uh layers they um they are a stronger flavor egg and if you're interested in ducks you might already have them you may know that i had good luck selling them to um asians at the nail shops so where you go and get artificial nails i don't do that very often but on occasion if there's going to be a big event or something i will go and have my nails done at the shops and i was talking about having ducks and they just were like oh we want to buy the eggs we want to buy the eggs and they they did they loved them i had i had one person close in, in a decent walking distance of me that was interested in the duck eggs and then uh the folks at the nail shops were really just constantly messaging me asking for for duck eggs so um <clears throat> I had a lot of good luck selling those. And then, then the little rascals are, plus they're a little older. Uh, how long have I had those ducks? I don't remember, three or four years now. And, um, but they stopped laying early. They stopped laying like in, I want to say October. And, but I've only got the two girls now. I do have a, a male. He aggravates me to death. But I think I want, I do want to get a couple more, but you know, it's, it's a commitment. I, I don't, I haven't eaten any of mine yet, <laughs> but they're all getting old enough now that, that I probably am looking at that. So, um, we've got, let me see here. Yeah. This time of year, is hard we had the columns out front some of you know the columns on the house rotted um i don't think i have an image on here of them that i can share with you um i'm looking i don't see any that's close that i can uh share with you do do do, do. that's not it that's not it. But we had um, just the white columns on the front of the house, you know, under the front porch uh, roof. And the hard freeze and thaw that we had, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the hard freeze and thaw that we had, uh, there was... A little bit of decay we knew that we, we didn't know how bad it was and um, the water seeped into one area as far as the best that we can guess seeped into one area where the um, the screw heads for the 
rails went because this is how and I wish I could get to that picture um, to share it with you um, <clears throat> the uh, the the water got in of course you know when water freezes it expands well it it expands and then we had the sudden thaw so we're froze below zero for a few days at Christmas and then um, it thaws out and and the uh, wood around the screws on the handrails just blows out. Let me see if I can if I can download this picture while we're talking and share it with you. So I get I went out to feed one of the feral cats that we have uh, that we feed and um, that going it. Why don't you let me download that dumb picture? <laughs> so it 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 the, when it thawed and the wood had expanded and and frozen and then the you know it it thaws out and it's, and it contracts again. The whole I went out to feed the cats and looked and half of the the porch rail. So if the porch rail goes to the column this way this porch rail was setting well and no, it was sitting this way a little bit because where it had attached it just rotted away and we had to um get uh get it darn it i know i shouldn't be paying attention to this and, and ignoring you guys but now <laughs> now it's a challenge now i want to know why i can't download this picture um, so we had to call a friend of ours that's a contractor and I said, um, can you come over and, and take out these porch, porch columns? And I said, it's just, you know, we'll go and buy the, the replacements, but, um, can you, can you put this in? And he said, yeah. So we went, we had to go and, and get, uh. Oh, see, now it's killing me because I want to do this and it won't let me. <laughs> Stop it, Robin. You're supposed to be on talking to these folks. So anyways, we went to the local box home improvement store and bought these four columns. But I, I insisted, I told the husband, I said, we're getting the um, architectural um, composites, what they call it. It's plastic, but it's architectural composite that has a steel um core i said i don't want to have to deal with this rot anymore so we picked those up they it was an unexpected highly expensive thing to do and um our contractor friend got those done uh finished them up tuesday of this week i think it was and so now i have to put the put new handrails out on the front porch so there's that so i've got all kinds of these little projects to do and um and then just regular life. Um, let's see. I've got do, 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 do. so we've got not I don't have any bookings for the B and B right now because uh, I've got that calendar closed for the for the rest of this week so it'll open up next week to give me time to get caught up on the um on on cleaning and putting all the christmas stuff away so it, 
I am this is an in between time. I also had um, some of you guys know that I'm a notary public. Um, I also had to renew my notary uh, commission in mid December, and so that went smoothly with with my state. And I contacted National Notary and um, ordered my stamp because you know you know your your notaries have a stamp; they gotta stamp your stuff. Well, <laughs> my um, my stamp was stolen in transit. So I'm, I called National Notary and I said, hey, what's, um, what's going on here? I, um, I haven't gotten my notary stamp yet and I ordered it back in December. And they said, well, it was shipped here. Let me check. And I was on hold about 10 minutes. And this, they said, oh, the box was returned empty. And I said, what do you mean the box was returned empty? They didn't make the stamp. They just sent an empty box out. And she said, no. Apparently the box was opened and it was returned empty, which means that my notary stamp that had been in there is now missing. And um, I had to notify my Secretary of State's office. And this is a big deal because notary stamps, notary seals are used on real estate transfer not just real estate i mean there's other stuff too but notary commission stamps are used on um, real estate transactions and when you, if you've got that stamp you can in theory um well probably in practice uh, fraud fraudulently sign paperwork and steal somebody's real estate when i do uh, mobile notary work and uh, you know lisa kind of mentioned this when i interviewed lisa um you, you i do uh real estate transactions so people are either you know maybe buying property say in florida they're buying property in Florida or they're buying property in Tennessee, but they're here in West Virginia and they need some paperwork taking care of the company they're dealing with. Or even if they're refinancing, you know, you see these advertisements for veterans to refinance and and um, and you see the commercials for J.G. Wentworth, you know, get your money now. So I they will contact me and say, will you do this job and how much do you charge? And I will tell them. And then they will ship and I'll work with the uh, with the individual say it's you to set this set a, uh, an appointment to come and visit with you and I bring all the paperwork and I show you what to sign and I notarize where it needs to be notarized and then I take possession of the, the documents and go to FedEx or wherever and and see that those are properly shipped back to the company that you're dealing with, whether it's J.G. Wentworth, whether it's a refinance company, whether it's a, just a real estate company out of state. And part and a big part of that is the notary seal. So you you it has to have that seal. Now, some states, some things require a raised seal. I don't use a raised seal. West Virginia doesn't require a raised seal. So but you have to have the stamp. Well, <laughs> somebody stole mine. So I notified the Secretary of State's office. I called and was put on hold forever. Then 
when the girl got to me or the woman got to me, she says, oh, you need to speak to so-and-so. And she transferred me and I went almost immediately into voicemail. And I left a message with that person and said, this is, this is what I need to do. I have to re report that my, my seal has been stolen in transit. And I didn't get a call back within about 10 minutes or so. So I'm digging around on the Secretary of State's website and finally come across a, a small phrase that says, you know, report your stolen or lost seal. And I hit that and it says you have to report in writing. Then it gives you a link. Well, the link takes you to a page that looks that acts just like a commerce site, just like you're buying something. And but there's zero charge. So there's zero charge for reporting a stolen stamp and so or, or lost, lost or stolen. So I'm filling out what I need to fill out on this in, in the in the online form. And you have to actually check out. You check out with a zero balance, which is crazy. And you're in the meantime, you've got a link that says, according to state code, you have to report it. It doesn't say whether it's an oral report, like a voicemail or telephone call, or whether it's a written report. And if it's a written report, will an email suffice? Or does it have to be on paper with a wet signature or this online form? Is that okay? So I hit the I hit the link that goes to the state code and the state code just simply says you have to report it. Doesn't say how, doesn't give you any specific language. So I come back to the Secretary of State's page and I complete this purchase because you've got to go through and and you know your cart says you've got something in it and you have to go through. Of course you're not charged and it says thank you for your purchase or transact I think transact transactions award at use and I'm like this is so dumb this is just so dumb so I uh, <laughs> I went through all that and then I set up an email where I copied and pasted this the three different types of language where it said you had to write do it in writing where it just said you had to report and the secret and and the um and the piece from state code that said report and I said, you know, I have left a voicemail. I'm using this email. I hope it suffices as written. Uh, I've completed the online form. If you need a wet signature, please contact me. And I sent it in. So I, I, I have lost a lot of cash. I've lost a lot of money because that, um, uh, that stamp was stolen. Because I've had about five different offers that I could have legitimately taken that like I didn't have a schedule conflict or you know wasn't the pay wasn't too low um, <clears throat> that I should have been able to take and some of those would have paid me 300 bucks a piece so in the world of the notary you do more than just you can do more with your business than just stamping stuff and you can charge more I can charge for the travel I can charge for the um, and, and it's an administrative fee is what you call it. And it, it counts uh, a percentage of, you know, the cost of the materials to to print. So I've got to have the, the printer. I've got to have the paper. Some of it's legal. Some of it's uh, standard. Um, it's got to be laser. Can't use uh, inkjet because inkjet get wet and then it smears and the document's ruined. Plus, you know, what you're, the documents that you're working with are generally considered permanent documents. So you've got to have a printer for that. You've got to have some way to uh, fax 
And in today's world, it's really a scan and upload instead of a fax. So you, you need the ability to do that. And you have to travel. So I have to, well, on a background check. So all these things, you know, you count those, those are administrative fee costs. You've got to have bond and you've got to have, you know, insurance. And you do all of that. So it, it does cost. So you, it's not like I'm putting 300 bucks in my pocket. Some places don't like to pay. So I, you know, I don't accept the assignment if they don't pay enough for me to walk out the door. So I do that in addition to the Airbnb uh, and the B&B. I, I generally say Airbnb generically um, because I have both. I can have direct booking and I have um, the Airbnb account. Uh, because I rent a room, the hosting house, I rent uh, uh, the room through Airbnb here upstairs, my, our spare room, and I provide a really nice breakfast and coffee. And I have a, a local um, company that does their own brewing, so I use them. They're, it's called uh, Coal River Coal River Coffee. I use um, their coffee. I will, for certain guests, direct book guests only, um, I will hand grind that and uh, fix their coffee with uh, freshly ground uh, Coal River coffee. So that's that's fun. It's, I, I, but I've had that calendar closed. I'll open that up next week. I've got to get um, the porch rails done. I've got to get the tidying up done. And I've got to get the table set back the way I had it for my guests now that the holidays are over. Um, so, yeah, the, the middle of, of January. January as a whole month is kind of a catch up and I have to Letty Lou's gone I believe now but um she commented that uh she uh, was going to pick up six dozen eggs and some sandwich bread and, and restock the basement pantry something else I do is um is I'm in I'm into sourdough and if I found out that if I don't make uh, a decent sourdough at least once every couple weeks I almost forget how, and I tried to do a loaf for um, uh, communion service the other day, and uh, I burned it. So I ended up having to go up to Walmart and getting some bread to for communion service. Um, but I love to do the sourdough. I really love to do it. So I think I'm going to wind it down here now. Um, it just this was really an impromptu um, saying hi to everybody and. Um, asking about uh, what they're doing this week. I, I might trim this up a little bit. We are 46 minutes in. Uh, I might try to trim it back to about a half, half hour. There's some stuff in the beginning where I'm kind of rambling. Well, I'm kind of rambling now too, but that's mostly because I am impromptu and unscripted today. I don't even have my list of topics up today. So Valentine's Day will be here before too long, and we have a uh, special for Hosting House for direct book guests only that um, they'll get some candies, some fresh Hall's chocolates, that Hall's chocolates are made here in West Virginia, and Coal River Coffee, special Coal River Coffee for just direct booking. There's no, uh, there's no additional charge for our direct book only. It does not work if you use Airbnb. You have to direct book.
So you'd go to Holst, uh, robinholstein.com and um, uh, look for the uh, Holstein house. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Yeah. You would go and look for Holstein house um, bed and breakfast the, on the menu for Holstein house and read through there and you're able to direct book from there. So let me see. I'm not seeing, I know that there's folks there. I'm not seeing their comments again, which is a shame. I'm sorry. I was looking, I'm trying to keep up with that, but I'm not seeing it. I know that, um, I know there's a few of you guys looking. You're kind of quiet. And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, better a few watching than none at all. That's good. So I might, I don't know. I might, I doubt. I've got a couple things recorded that I might upload over the weekend. Um, I know I have a few folks uh, on over on uh, the Fountain Network where the podcast goes up where the hosting house I've made a mistake I shouldn't have put the I should have just used hosting house but it's, it's the hosting house podcast if you're looking for it it's on most of the um, most of the big platforms um, I've got a couple of things to upload to it over the weekend there's a couple of folks over there that really enjoy having new podcast posts on the weekends so I'll probably do that but um, I, I understand Monday's Martin Luther King Day. I hope you will take a few minutes to consider the great works that Martin Luther King Jr. did. Um, he he was a man like any other man. He wasn't perfect. There was only one perfect man, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. So, but he did some wonderful work. He really did, and um, he has the day in his honor. And I believe it's a federal holiday. I think. Um, I know the state has it off. So I encourage you to stop and think of the great work that that man did. Um, and just, I mean, like I said, he's a human. He was human and, and there are no perfect uh, among us. So he had a few flaws. And every now and again, people who want to be snarky will bring those up. And, and all I have to say to that is, you know, are you perfect? Are you perfect? And I don't think the man pretended, I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. pretended to be perfect or presented himself as perfect, but the work that he did was awesome. Oh, I've got one of my kittens looking at me. Hello, Abby. Abby wants her breakfast. She was slacking this morning, weren't you? <laughs> you didn't come in for breakfast, did you? No. She's our orange and white cat. She's a good girl, mostly. She's a good mouser. She'll, she'll bring one on the porch every now and again. She's getting up there in age like the rest of us. But uh, that's enough for one day. Kids, enough rambling. I might try to structure something a little better later and uh, put it up. But I just, I did want to say hello to everybody. And I appreciate Letty Lou stopping in and, and chatting just for a minute and talking about chili. It was great. Chili with beans is fine. Chili with beans is fine, isn't it, Amy? It's just fine. <laughs> so you guys have a good weekend. And I might see you later. But I don't know. We'll see. If you want to, you want if you want to see something, holler at me. Let me know. I just got somebody said, "Who is that?" Oh, Carla. Hello, Carla. Glad to see you there. 
if you're wanting to chat, you better hurry because I'm getting ready to go. Getting ready to go. Slacking. But it was, yeah, it was, it was unscripted, so I hadn't planned on it. I'm going to try to do it again Tuesday. I think, see, Tuesday is a good day usually. This past Tuesday, Dad and I had a doctor's appointment in the morning, which threw me all off. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I see you there, Carla. I'm glad to be able to. Sometimes I can't see people from the fa from the Facebook. I like Betty White used to say the Facebook. And I, I like to say that. You getting along all right, Carla? I think there's a little bit of a delay. So we were talking earlier about chili with beans or chili without beans. I'm a bean fan. Uh, Letty Lou was in for a little while and she's a bean fan. Uh could be venison, could be chicken, could be beef. Never tried pork in my chili. But let's see. I think that's going to be it. I think we're going to wind down. Carla, I'm glad you were able to stick your head in. Just crazy, busy, and achy. This weather is hard on an old lady. Yeah, I'm older than you are, I think. It is tough. I um I've just been really tired. I really have. I've I've drank so much more coffee in the last few days. And I'm sure it's the seasonal affected. Uh with the shorter daylight hours. I should increase my vitamin D. I do when I think about it, and I, and I don't think about it in you know a good amount of time. Um I'm glad you're busy because if you're not busy, you're going to get in trouble just because we tend to get busy in trouble when we're not busy. I'm not sure how much of a delay we have there, Carla, but I know there's a little bit. I've heard it can be as much as 10 or 15 seconds. So hopefully it's not that much. Oh, let me turn that banner off. I don't need to have that on now. I, uh, I'm still getting used to StreamYard. I was trying to stream our Bible study Wednesday and I just, I had something wrong. I don't know what I was doing. It just would not stream. And um, I don't know if it recorded. I was, I need to go back and check and see what, how much it recorded. I had had trouble with it recording the audio, but um, a couple people said, check, there's a box that you can check that, um, for the audio and I looked and it was it was marked so it should have been recording the audio but it, it didn't appear to be oh let's see um, talking about magic jacks those little phone things Uh, using Google, I need to uh, locate a better um, option for faxing. I was using Ring Central, and um, it just got so cost prohibitive that I just let it go. I'll, so my 800 number, I got to get all my uh, business cards redone because, whoops. <laughs> Ten or eleven o'clock almost. It's a little fast now. It was behind. Crazy clock. I love my clock, but it's crazy. So, Carla, 
I'm going to give a, a few minutes here, but I'm going to go. Uh, I want to make sure you understand that I'm not cutting you off. I uh, It was unscripted this morning. I jumped on unscripted. So I didn't give anybody any warning. I'm going to cut it off now. Da I got to get Dad's um, INR test here about noon or so. And I've got a few other things to do before I do that. I figure he'll have me go to his house. Usually when the weather's good, he comes over here, which is great because it gets him out of the house a little bit. But I figure he'll want me to come over there today because the weather's kind of stinky, wet and cold and gross. But uh, all right, kids, I'm going to shut her down now from there. I really appreciate the time. I really appreciate the participation. And uh, I will try to do this again around 10 o'clock on Tuesday. If you want to watch for it, I'm going to check the calendar, make sure there's nothing going on. Um, 10 o'clock is good because if I have guests, then they're supposed to be checked out by nine, which gives me time to make sure they are gone <laughs> so that I can do a live stream. I should have the calendar for the um, uh, bed and breakfast open next week again. And uh, we'll get rocking and rolling with that. So I'm going to go. Thanks a lot for your time. It was great. And it was a lot of fun. And we will see you probably on Tuesday. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments. Do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.